Hey everybody, it's Perilous Garris here with another episode of The Express, an RPI Athletics podcast sponsored by CDPHP, and we have another great show for you today. And the focus is on defense and the RPI football team. I sat down with three players and their defensive coordinator, uh, Jeff Dittman. We'll have those interviews coming up here for you. Hope you enjoy it. Joining us on the show is Josh Cohen, is a defensive lineman for the RPI football team, and the engineers are headed to uh, second round NCAA game against Cortland on Saturday. Uh, first of all, Josh, thanks for coming on, and uh, we're, we're here to talk about defense today. Well, thank you for having me, and uh, yeah, whatever you want to know, I, I'll try my best. <laughs> uh, this this team, uh, the engineers this year, have allowed just uh, six passing TDs, which is up there in, in the nation if you think about it. That's obviously much fewer than almost almost half a passing TD a game. Uh, what can you think you can attribute that to? Obviously, it starts up front with the pass rush and being able to, to you know, get at least get in the face of the mm-hmm. quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a lot of just um, doing what's uh, what's on the play sheet every time. Is as we know, as long as we're following what's on the play sheet, um, Coach West is going to put us in the right spots on on the D line. Um, it's yeah, it's really just about pushing the pocket for us. Uh, we don't. Uh, we definitely don't lead any categories with like sacks or anything, but um, just getting in the QB's face and keeping him pressured, and then um, just we always say you're gonna play like you practice, so um, just really focusing on that in practice, like making sure we're always gonna get good push. Um, we know that the the DBs are gonna do a great job, and they're not gonna let anyone catch balls on them. So um, yeah, really just focusing on pushing the pocket, just so we give the the DBs a better chance to get in front of that ball. That's great, and uh, talk to Coach Dittman about this a little bit, and and uh, and Francis as well. But you know how important is is the depth of this team because th- there's going to be injuries during yeah. a season, and there's going to be opportunities where, especially if you guys are on the field a lot, where you're going to need to run three and four guys mm-hmm. over the line, and also in the linebacking core and in the secondary as well. Yeah, I mean the the depth. I mean this is probably one of the biggest teams we've had, um, at least since I've been here, and it's it's been awesome, especially coming off of. COVID, where people are a little more injury prone. Um, definitely early in the season, we had a couple injuries that uh, kind of stopped us in our tracks, and we had to really um, move some people around. Nate Sicard comes to mind. He was playing uh, Raven beginning of the season. Now he's doing great at end. Um, so just having that depth, being, being able to have like really good guys at one, two, and three level depth, um, especially on the D line, is great because we can keep everyone fresh and rotate as much as we want. And um, even in practice on the War Dogs, having those extra offensive linemen, keeping them fresh is just going to get us that much better every day. So having that depth has been, like, super helpful. You guys haven't forced a ton of turnovers this year mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Uh, and, I, you know, I think Coach Dittman and I, we were talking about that. He mentioned uh, a little bit of its luck, right? Mm-hmm. A ball deflects here yeah. or there or a fumble you do or don't fall on. Uh, but... Uh, Interceptions wise, I think he mentioned the fact that teams don't aren't necessarily testing you guys mm-hmm. so much deep, but uh, and that you know maybe you can get a, a fumble or two here or there that will kind of change things in, in a given game. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Our our plan this year has been a little a little different with defense. We've really been focusing on um, limiting the big plays, so limiting you know that fifty yard bomb downfield, limiting the big run, just like kind of staying in front of things. Like we're we're accepting like. Teams are going to make plays. It's inevitable. And we just have to um, do our job every play, make sure they're not getting any of those big plays. And um, turnovers are great. 
But if we can limit them to like under 100 yards of rushing and under 200 yards of throwing or something like that, and we're still going to win games like that, which is right. which is the goal at the end of the day, is just to win. Um, so, yeah, obviously we'd love to have some <laughs> maybe some more forced fumbles and turnovers, but sure. um, at the end of the day, we're still super happy with how the whole defense is playing. Uh, what was the reputation of this team defensively before you came to RPI, and did it kind of did it factor at all into wanting to come here and play for you know Coach I, Coach yeah. Devin? Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. When I came in, I could tell it was a a group of like very crazy guys on defense. Like Coach Devin <laughs> always says, our, our motto is chaos, and there's definitely a lot of chaotic guys. And you could tell that on my visit, um, I met most of the team, mm-hmm. and you could tell not not like they were like crazy or out of control but you could tell they were just so passionate about playing this game and being on this team Mm -hmm. like you could tell they were going to do anything that the coaches told them to like without a doubt like the whole (laughs) you tell me to run through a brick wall and i will you you could tell they were totally behind that mindset and um that definitely made me want to come here because my high school is very similar and um so yeah just having that sort of like crazy run through a brick wall mentality definitely influenced me to come uh and uh you know what you're obviously being you're being recruited uh were, were you recruited all to to throw as well i know you're on the track team or the you know track the field track mm-hmm. and field team here uh, at rpi and how important is that to you as a as a is it a bit of an outlet when, you, when you're mm-hmm. throwing you think yeah definitely it's i wasn't really recruited here for throwing as i never really <laughs> um reached out beforehand my plan initially coming in was to uh, you know, see how much work football would be, and right. it it was a lot of work. But I realized in the spring, with spring ball, I could I could probably fit in other practices and through the winter and stuff. I didn't really have anything, so, um, yeah, joining joining my sophomore year was great. It's uh, not only is it an outlet for me in the in the spring just to kind of, um, like let loose and just throw some stuff and have fun with the, the team. I got to meet like all these great new people. Oh yeah. Um, so many new connections and stuff, and it, it helps me stay on track with my time management and stuff, kind of like football does. Just having that second sport to just, like, smoothly transition to just keeps my day, like, super structured. It's been awesome. And what do you throw for the folks that aren't familiar? Uh, so for indoor, I throw shot put and weight throw, mm-hmm. and then outdoor, I throw shot, discus, and hammer throw. Very cool. Uh, back to football a bit, because I want to compare this year's team a little bit to 2018. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the guys who are, you know, making big contributions this year were, you know, a few of them obviously were on that yep. team and making plays. But a lot, of, a lot of times you were kind of a second or third as far mm-hmm. as that team went. And, and seeing that success, how much did that affect this year's team, you think? Yeah, I think it's, um, I think it's, uh, in 2018 that kind of gave the, the younger and sort of lower on the depth chart guys this kind of idea like, okay, like RPI is good enough to go into the Elite Eight in the NCAA tournament, like, um, I know for a lot of us that was like crazy. Like we, we knew RPI was good, but we didn't know we were that good to the point where we could be like only eight teams left playing. And it, that was, <laughs> so having that experience, especially with the older guys and having that knowledge that we can kind of pass on to the younger guys now is that like, like, Hey guys, like we're really good and we're good enough to go like all the way to the, the championship. So, um, yeah, I mean it's it's a great experience just to have under the belt, just to have that sort of like confidence, like that that feeling, like okay, we we know we can do this. We've done it before. Very cool. And lastly, just uh, you know, I asked Francis about this too, but you know, what kind of emotions did, did the end of that shoes game bring to you? And 
the excitement of, uh, you know, I think obviously the the magnitude of it mm-hmm. is is key, right? Yeah. Like as far as I mean, any you know game winning field goals are huge, but yeah. all the things that add up there. Uh, what was going through your mind? You needed that stop to get the yeah. offense back on the field to score. What would have been the I guess the tying score, uh, aside for the the two point attempt. But uh, you know, what, what's going through your mind there? Maybe not necessarily knowing you need to stop because yeah. Francis said he's just you're just playing football at that yeah. point. But uh, what what were your thoughts on that situation? Yeah, definitely those those last couple plays on defense. Um, we always say like play this play like it's your last. Like it's um, like give it everything you have, and you we could tell like. Everyone on the defense was doing that. Like we wanted to win so badly. Like it was, it was. We were all bumped and bruised and hurt at the end of the game. Like some of us could could barely really walk off the field after. Um, but just like the energy that was there, feeling the entire sideline behind us and the fans behind them, like it was. It was like unlike any game I've ever played before. And then of course with with Trevor kicking that, like it was. It didn't even sink in until like the next day. Like I was. <laughs> I was sitting across from Trevor in the in the locker room at Union after, and I said like, "Hey, like, how did that feel? Like, it's pretty crazy, huh?" And he's like, "He's like, oh, honestly, man, like, it hasn't even sunk in. Like, I have no idea what's going on." <laughs> so like, just that whole atmosphere of that day, it felt like it felt like a dream. It was like an unreal experience. Uh, joining me on the show now is uh, Francis Perry, is a safety for the RPI football team, and uh, Francis, this team, you know, has a reputation, a defensive reputation, really. Uh, probably since before you got here, uh, I know that the, the the phrase DBU has been has been coined at a number of schools, but also very relevant here. Uh, this year, you guys have allowed only six passing touchdowns. Uh, first of all, thanks for coming on the show. But just speak to you know what you, your, you the reputation of this school that was defensively before you came here and how you ho- look to uphold that. Yeah. First of all, thanks for having me, Perry. Um, as far as the reputation that I walked into here at the school, we. Defense kind of led the way, and that's no slight to the offense, but that's just always the way that we saw it. Um, so as far as DBU is concerned, I came in, and it was kind of the deal where we're going to be the best group on the field at all times. And, again, that's as far as we're concerned. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, yeah, so that's what we strive to do every day, and, and we call ourselves DBU because it kind of pushes us to, to work towards being the best defensive back unit in the league. And um, I think it's a cool little culture that we built. It's a it's a way to keep everybody working hard and keep everybody motivated during the season. So I definitely appreciate that uh, Coach Dittman and Coach I have built on this team, but especially the defense. Yeah, uh, the I think the depth is, is a big strength of your guys, whether it be you know in the secondary, but also your linebacking core goes, I don't know how many deep guys, right? D-line, you, you're able to you know, throw new guys out there like a Nate Sicard, and he has a big game, a couple games in the playoffs for you. How important do you think the depth is to you guys? It's huge. I mean, injuries happen throughout the course of a season. We've seen people go down, and the next guy has always been there to step up at every point during the season. I mean, whether it's guys who are technically twos, like Cam Younginer. Yeah, so guys who are technically twos on our team, but guys that we feel would start on any other team in the league. Uh, really talented guys who are, who are always ready, and, and they prepare that way too. You know, It's a, a group of guys who is always ready to hop in on Saturday whenever they're needed. Uh, as a team, you guys don't have a ton of turnovers really forced this year. It's it's a little bit of an oddity. I know you have your share of interceptions, but uh, I talked to Coach Dittman about this a little bit. Do you, do you think a little bit of of the turnovers, like the totals, is a little bit is a little bit of luck, a little bit of opportunity there? And also, Coach mentioned that you know teams really aren't testing this team, you guys, deep too often. 
Yeah, so we came into the season expecting to get tested, and especially early on in the season, teams were really hesitant to throw the ball deep. Uh, I had a pick early in the first game, and it looked like they were getting ready to take some shots, and after that, they kind of just never went back to it. Um, we play pretty conservative on the back, re- back end. We try to stay deep, make sure to keep everything in front of us, so it might just kind of be the nature of the defense. It's kind of wait for them to make a mistake as opposed to being aggressive, and that's kind of just a philosophy that we've taken over through the dip, uh, defense coach Dittman runs. So um, maybe we don't have as many as we would have liked, but I, I think we're doing a good job of uh, bend, don't break, or, or if you want to call it that. You, seems like you guys would probably do for a big play on the defense, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, what was, uh, you know, we talked about 20, I talked a little bit about 2018 and, and a few similarities here, but a lot of you guys who are having big roles this year uh, were kind of saw that from not from afar necessarily, but from the sidelines or, or someone who said, you're going to get your chance in that situation. Is that what you felt like this year has been for you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think 2018 was a big season because we saw what a championship culture was, what it took to be a championship season. And then in 2019, we had a down year. And I think that really pushed us, the guys who were upcoming seniors, to say, hey, we can't let this happen again. We've seen a good team and we've seen a not as good team in the last couple of years. And we want to make sure we play up to the standard uh, of a championship team. So I think the experiences that I've had from the guys who have came before me have, have helped me and the rest of the seniors really uh, build the culture of this team uh, as we're, as we're working towards the championship here. Uh, you know, the, the shoes game obviously was a big deal for you guys. Um, you know, a couple of weeks ago uh, on the, you're on the road. Um, Against against a union team that you know that they're one of your biggest rivals and well, what were your thoughts at late stages of that game? You know, obviously knowing you need to get it a stop to get back to the offense to get the tying what you well, potentially was a tying score, uh, but what was your thought at the end of that game and you know how you guys were able to stay focused on the the task at hand? Yeah, I mean. Football is the type of game where you don't really realize the situation until you get off to the sideline. So when we were in and we needed to stop on defense, it, it's just football being played. So it didn't feel like that big of a deal. And then when we came off the field, turned it back over to the offense, that's when you realize, like, oh, my God, if they don't score right now, the season's over. So <laughs> adrenaline was definitely running really high. I remember uh, before Trevor kicked the ball, it was just me and some of the seniors had our arms <laughs> around each other, like praying to God that he hit it. So um, it worked out for the best, but it was definitely one of, if not the most intense football game I've ever been a part of. So it was really special to be able to pull that one out. I was going to say, have you ever had a feeling like, after that kick went through in your football career? Can you think of any time that even comes close? There are probably a couple that are close, am I right? Yeah, so I mean, I can think of back in high school, we won homecoming against mm-hmm. the defending champs. That was a pretty sweet feeling, but I think this one has to take the cake. League champion against the rivals last week of the season to keep my whole football career alive. It was just elation. I wanted to yell, I wanted to cry, just so many emotions going on after we won that game. So there's there's probably a couple I could think back to, but yeah. this one this one takes a cake. And now to Cortland, uh you guys, you pick up a, a nice win on the road against Endicott. A lot of you, you know, a, a lot of folks thought that that, you know, could have been or probably should have been a home game for you guys, but you you can't let that kind of thing affect you, right? Coach I talks about all the time. Uh but you're able to get the win there. Uh, just, I guess, speak to that a little bit because, you know, you, you had to go get the job done no matter who you're playing against. Yeah, uh, I mean, at first, I think it was frustrating because we felt like, not that we deserved a home win, but right. that we had earned a home win. Um, 
the committee didn't see it that way, and that was the situation we had to deal with. And by Monday, when we were getting ready for the game plan, the conversation was over with. We were ready to go, head out there, and win a football game just like any other week. So I was glad we were able to keep good focus and go out there and get the job done. Cortland is obviously in-state, got New York, uh, you know, a team that you haven't played, but you play a lot of similar type teams, obviously Ithaca's a, 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 a rival of theirs. Um, what do you see from them, and, and I guess uh, – necessarily to preview that but uh, what are you most looking forward to this coming Saturday with a chance to go on to the you know lead eight well what I'm most looking forward to actually is that it's supposed to snow <laughs> I, re- I really hope it comes down because I've always wanted to play a game in the snow and what better time to do it in the playoffs but um as far as their team they're a talented team I know their their quarterback is like a semifinalist for um player of the year in d3 um they have a talented running back their receivers can really move so they're definitely going to challenge us in different ways but uh, i think we have a pretty good game plan going in so i feel pretty confident headed out there that we'll uh, be able to take care of business joining me on the show is rpi football uh, linebacker austin charles and austin thanks for coming on the show with us here today glad to be here austin uh this rpi team this football team really predicated on defense uh it's what it's known for obviously the offense is is played well or else you wouldn't be here obviously with George and company there but uh you know what what has led you and this defense to have so much success obviously allowing just the six passing TDs on, on defense and about you know 14 points a game that's gonna win you guys a lot of games yeah absolutely I feel like it has a lot to do with not only like the players that we have but just our mindset mentality um all the way from the players up to the coaching staff we play really hard, run to the ball, very aggressive, um, and just trying to try to impose our will onto our opponents. Uh, this team, as you, you're fully aware, is probably one of the one of the deepest teams that we've had here in a long time. With you know, you run you know five, six, seven deep in the linebacking core, D line, and secondary allows you guys to to stay fresh. Can you can you speak to how that's helped you and a lot of these guys that you're you know your, your teammates on the on the, in the linebacking core? be successful this year yeah absolutely I mean depth when you look at great teams is always something that's going to be there um like I said on the field it keeps everybody fresh and allows for everybody to shine and make plays but I feel like the biggest aspect of our depth is just practice being able to compete um with each other run things off of each other help get each other better um so like I said me I rotate a lot with Cam and me and Cam we're always in each other's ears, helping each other back and forth, and to be able to have that like team mindset, not just about me or um, anybody else, but just for the team, helps everybody to achieve what we want to achieve as a team goal. I mean, I'm sure you guys aren't concerned uh, you know, with how many tackles or who gets the tackle right. It's about getting a stop and, and turning the ball back over to the offense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we want to get the ball as one play, get a turnover, three and outs, just uh, the most we can do to help our team win a game. Uh, you guys haven't forced a ton of turnovers this year. Do you do you factor that into to luck, or that maybe teams aren't necessarily taking as many chances as they have in the past? Um, I mean, I know that when we get opportunities, we take advantage of those opportunities. Um, so whenever they present themselves, we um, best believe we're going to make the most of them. But uh, I, I can't really pinpoint what exactly it is. I know <laughs> that we're playing well and yeah. doing our style of defense. So yeah, I mean the yardage defense is there. I think you guys are fourth in the country in fourth down D, which in the college game here, you see a lot of teams go for it on fourth down if they get across the 50. Right. So getting that fourth down, you know, turnover, it really is a turnover, right? It yeah. doesn't go in as one, but forcing the, forcing the ball back to the office on fourth down is, is, is big. And, 
you know, what do you think you got? What makes you guys so good at that? Do you think? Well, I think we really harp on third down and how it's a we call it a money down yep. in this aspect of you know get a stop and so um, fourth down is just money down all over again. So mm-hmm. it's just redoing, keeping that same intensity that we had on third down, getting the sideline hype, um, just that energy, and so we replicate third down into fourth down and get the stop and get the ball back to our offense. Thinking back to before you came to RPI, you know, what was the defensive reputation of the engineers? I know you're coming all the way across the country from California. Do you get a chance to, to visit and, and, and talk to some of these guys? And, and what was the reputation, I guess, of the team before you came here? Yeah, I mean, I best believe uh, I came and even coming in like as a freshman, a lot of those older guys with uh, like Jack Hoggard and um, some of the linebackers took me under their wing and kind of taught me everything that I'm able to pass down to a lot of the younger guys that are on this team. and. Best of it. It's just really with this team, and especially on the defense, is this energy, um, just establish what we do, play hard, run to the ball um, for all 60 minutes. And so that's what I would say is something that I've seen over the years that has not left this uh, this room, this team, and I don't see that leaving anytime soon either. Uh, you know, the continuity was there with Coach Chipman and, and Coach I. Uh, especially on the defense, Coach Marcel on offense, but you're going to get some turnover in the assistant coaches at any school, right? But yeah. uh, w- how important was was that continuity with Coach Dittman, who's been there for you know five, six years now consistently? He was also here back uh, a few years before that. But uh, to have that with Coach I as well, that consistent mindset, uh, how has that helped you and helped uh, this team on defense? Yeah, I think um, with Coach I and Coach Dittman, it really comes down to just our culture. Um, that's one of the things that separates us, I believe, from other teams across the country is just that buy-in that we have, the type of things that um, we do, even what we go through academically that a lot of people don't necessarily go through. Um, so to have that consistency and the um, same message taught and uh, throughout over the five years I've been here has been key and helped help establish that to be passed down to the next younger kids. Uh, I saw you at the, the basketball game. How important is... You know, especially with outside fans not being allowed, team spirit for between you guys and you know whether it be basketball or or soccer, like those yeah. groups. Uh, how important has that been to you guys? And uh, you know, oh no, for sure. I believe that's probably one of the bigger things that we kind of try to establish for this, uh, especially this semester this year. Like you said, with the policies and everything, not allowing not allowing a lot of people into the games is that like student athletes, it's really, that's, we're all we got right now. And so um, to be able to show up and support other student athletes is um, something that all of us are trying to do. We have a, a chat specifically just with all student athletes on campus and to be able to see the, the life that it's taken um, to be able to promote and help them. After every game, people are wishing you good luck, or good job. And um, I believe it's really showing the type of uh, student athlete community we have here on campus is great. I have to ask you about the shoes game. I, talk, I asked the other guys about this. Uh, you know, what's going through your mind in that last series? Not necessarily knowing you need a stop on defense, right? This is before the offense takes the field yeah. and gets that uh, the, the, the the score to make it to 16. Uh, knowing that you, the season's kind of on the line there, for, for the most part for you guys, knowing if you don't get this stop, that you might right. season might be over. I mean, in that moment, I'm not even necessarily thinking about that type of stuff. Um, I'm just playing football, uh, knowing that I got to make a play. We got to make a play as a team. Um, So just taking it play by play. And we know that we handle our business, everything will work its way out, which ended up doing. Um, So like I said, our defense is we're one play warriors, so take every play at a time. And then uh, the way that game ended, have you, have you, how many games like that have you been a part of? Not necessarily with the stakes that it, because those were probably the highest stakes 
you can imagine in a, in, a, in a college football game. Yeah, I think that's probably the wildest game I've ever been a part of. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I can think of maybe, like, sophomore year we went out to Ithaca. That 10-9 win was pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, the Utica game that year was pretty Overtime. crazy, too. But nothing like that with the – I uh, feel two point conversion to get an onside kick drive down the field and to have Trevor uh, <laughs> joining the team and come in and make a game winning field goal. Um, but I feel like that just shows kind of the type of team we have. I always tell the guys, like, nobody fights through adversity like us. Um, and so to be able to finish just shows the character of this team. Did you know Trevor at all before? I mean, he was on the soccer team, but maybe maybe not personally, but you, obviously you were familiar with him. He's right. a defensive player of the year. Yeah, no, I mean, Trevor is a great player on the soccer team, and so obviously. Um, around campus, you always kind of know about him, hear about him. I didn't know him personally, but mm-hmm. I mean, since Trevor's been in our locker room, he's been a great addition. Really meshed well with the team. Um, I'm really glad, uh, really glad to have him with us. And uh, just you know, how many guys, you know, California or otherwise? He's from Louisiana. A lot of people from out state. A lot of people come to RPI for the engineering degree. Like like you're, uh, you know, we're f- finishing up here. Uh, you know, what does that mean to to bring all those different personalities and, and from different regions of the country together and, and have the success you've had. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's been one of my favorite parts about being here is coming from somewhere um, really far away and meeting a lot of different people from different regions, having a lot of different cultures, and it just helps you learn and grow a lot as a person. Um, so, like, for me to now say that I have friends and family brothers from all over the country um, graduating and to go and uh, make a call and be like, hey, I'm here. Um, is really something special. Um, is something that we have here. And lastly, just to ask you about, uh, you know, eighteen team went to, you know, all the way to all the way to play Hopkins in the in the in the Elite Eight. Um, what has that experience helped this group with in in twenty twenty one, getting an opportunity again to, you know, you're, you're playing Cortland round of sixteen. Right. But a lot of you guys have been here before. Does does, does that? Is it a calming presence? Is it something you pass down to some of the freshmen, like a Nate Sicard or some of these younger guys who haven't played in these type of situations before? Yeah, I think it's important. I mean, we had um, some guys on the team that were playing pretty big roles um, in that 18 year, and also some guys we were kind of just coming in and out with special teams. But for us to be there, get that experience, get these practices, and see how things are done in these moments to kind of understand that at the end of the day, like we're in the playoffs, but it's still just another football game that you got to play. Um, so don't make the moment too big um, and kind of do what we have to do. And I feel like us having been in these moments, we're able to kind of calm the team down, understand, like I said, one play is one play. Just do what you have to do, and everything's going to work its way out by the end of the game. Joining me now on the show is Jeff Dittman, who's the defensive coordinator for RPI and uh, came back to the engineers in 2016 after he was here earlier in the decade. Uh, and uh, first of all, Coach, thanks for coming on the podcast this week. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh, Coach, this team has been, I guess, predicated on or or has been, uh, you know, you guys have had Defense has been one of the key contributors to the success of this year's team and in 2018. Uh, what do you think that is most uh, most uh, attributed to? Do you think? So I I think it's a couple of things. I think we've we've developed a great camaraderie with the with the group, um, the coaches. Uh, we work really well together, developing a game plan, uh, putting together the right scheme that fits our players, getting the right people on the field, uh, and executing. 
you know, it starts uh, with our base defense, and you want to have your, your best defense be your base defense. And we're able to build off of that, trying to keep uh, techniques and, and schemes as simple as possible for our kids, but look as multiple as possible to, uh, to offenses. So it's really a, it's a, it's a combined uh, collaboration between our players, uh, our coaches, and, and working together, um, and we've built off a of success throughout the season. Playing defensive line yourself in college, uh, mostly, right? Played some D-line and linebacker. linebacker. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, is that really where, if you had to learn different aspects of the defensive game as, as a coach, or was that something that you picked up rather easily? Yeah, so I, uh, coaching the defensive backs now, mm -hmm. I was able to learn through my time at, at Albany. Uh, when I wasn't actually coaching, I was able to shadow the, the secondary and, and try to pay attention to some things that I didn't know as well. Uh, so that really primed me to be able to take a step into the secondary uh, and coach those guys. But uh, you know, probably more of my experience in both on the field and, and in coaching has been with either the defensive line or linebackers. But uh, as a coordinator, you need to know all 11 positions in and out. Uh, so whether it's technique-based or, or scheme, uh, try to be a, uh, a jack-of-all-trades at some points and, and obviously have to master other pieces, uh, especially when I'm coaching the, the secondary. Uh, speaking of the secondary, I think you guys have only allowed uh, six passing uh, touchdowns all year. You're you know you're giving about two two scores a game, two touchdowns a game at 14 and change here. Uh, but pass defense obviously starts up front. A lot of people you know I think think uh, maybe maybe DBU a little bit because that's what it's been coined around here. And you know when Coach Larson was here, yep. and uh, you know what what makes a good pass defense. Uh, yeah, I think it's it, all 11 uh, make great, great run and pass defenses. Um, yeah, we get good pass rush. You know, it's funny, we're, we're last in sacks in the league. Uh, for whatever reason, we, we don't fully hit home with the sacks, but we get a lot of quarterback pressure, um, force quarterbacks into tough decisions, and we've got some tremendous players in the secondary. Uh, they cover up a lot of holes with their athleticism, with their knowledge, uh, and we have a, a pretty special uh, corner in the boundary that's able to lock down uh, really half the field for us. Uh, great free safety and Francis Perry, uh, CJ Lyons, they really do a great job into the boundary. And, and that's always uh, the key to success is by taking away one part of the field. And um, that's really led to a lot of our, our success in the, in the pass game. Uh, also, oddly, you don't, this year at least, haven't forced a lot of turnovers, interceptions. You've, you've had your share of, of fumbles, I guess, uh, forced and recovered. But uh, uh, is that something that you know is a little bit of luck as far as whether or not you get the interception? Obviously, you get an interception taken away due to a penalty in your last game against uh, Endicott there. But uh, is that something that because obviously you guys can catch the football in the, at the defensive end? So is that just a little bit of you know miss luck there? Is that what you think? Yeah, I think I do think it is luck. You know, when I when I was working at Albany uh, one year, we were one of the best teams in the country in turnover margin, uh, and I think the the year after that, it, it pretty much reversed course and. You know, you can talk about emphasizing turnovers all you want and working on it, but yeah, sometimes it's it's the opportunity uh, to make the plays. And and to be quite honest, I don't think teams test us very much in the in the back end. They try to keep things in front um, because of the way that that we cover uh, the back end so well. Um, so I think teams are smart and uh, not trying to take too many chances against us. And uh, earlier in the season, we had uh, two interceptions in the first six plays of the game against St. John Fisher because they. They, they want to try to throw the ball deep, and, and we were there. So I think it's it scared some teams off. And uh, while, while the, we may not be creating turnovers, we're getting off the field because of, of the success that we're having, uh, keeping things in front of us. Uh, another interesting set I saw you guys were sixth in the country in fourth down defense, which 
in the college game is, is pretty important because a lot of teams do go for it when they get close to the goal line, not necessarily going to kick the field goal like you're going to see in the pros or in, in a high-level college game. Is that, you know, is that something you guys are obviously proud of, but something that getting off the field even on fourth down is a big deal? Yeah, you know, it, it's something you, you practice downs one through three, and, and if they're going to go for it on fourth down, you've got to have your best call against what, what their – uh, what their best play might be in that situation. And, you know, I think it's our, our guys being uh, opportunistic, being locked into one play at a time, and, and just understanding that uh, the next play is the biggest play. Uh, so we don't do anything different as opposed to, uh, I think, the, the sense of urgency continues to be there and, uh, you know, finding a way to get off the field, uh, whether it's through scheme, uh, it's, it's our guys making plays or, um, you know, forcing them into bad situations. Um, I did not know that we were six in the country and fourth down defense but uh, after looking at some stats after games it, it's it's pretty evident that we've we've had success uh, on fourth down and lastly I just want to ask you about uh, this team and it I think forever no matter what happens down the road here it's going to be compared to the 2018 team because they were so closely tied a lot of the same players uh, but in different roles you know Austin you know didn't see the field so much two three years ago but he's he's back here and he's making a big difference as a captain on this team a lot of guys who were a part of that team but only kind of saw it and maybe got on the field for special teams are now making big contributions to this year's defense. But at the end, it's a good defensive team in both, both cases. What do you think? Yeah, for sure. I, you know, it's funny. I think there's a lot of similarities to the 2017 and 2018 years. Uh, you know, whatever roles these guys did play, um, it, it's okay that they didn't play much of a role then because they were able to see the path to success. Uh, and, and championship programs are, are led by upperclassmen. Um, so they had a chance to see it from uh, the lower end, maybe not being on the field as much, and, and that's what's helped prime them for this situation. Um, being senior-led, being upperclassmen-led on defense and, and throughout this football team, uh, definitely similar to, to 2018, the way that uh, you know we've we found a way to win the league and, and obviously win our first playoff game. And uh, now it's Thanksgiving weekend, headed to uh, an Empire 8 team. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of similarities, and we've got to show up on Saturday the way we've showed up every single Saturday. Uh, a lot of energy, a lot of excitement, and uh, we will uh, attack Saturday uh, with everything we have.